Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Can you believe it? It's show 100. We hit triple digits, and I am here with perhaps our most dedicated listener. Uh, and uh, she's my guest. I will introduce her in just a little bit, but let me get a couple of things out of the way. First of all, since it is our 100th show today, I'm going to have a special word of the week, and that's going to be centennial. And this week only, if you can use the word of the week in a sentence properly, you get 100 bonus points for each time you use it. So please go out there and enjoy the Centennial show by getting uh, 100 uh, points. And by the way, Centennial means 100 of something, um, the 100th thing. Uh, So anyhow, I'm super, super excited to be doing this. 100 shows down and I have got, like I said, are probably our most dedicated listener with us today. Go ahead and introduce yourselves to the people. Hey everyone, this is Kim Heyer. And she also is our Bric-a-Brac winner. Uh, she just Woo! got her Starbucks card, uh, so that was fantastic. Uh, don't forget to listen for ways to win your th- stuff. Maybe, maybe because it's the 100th show, I'll give away a $100 Starbucks card today. Probably not. Actually, no. My wife can now get up off the floor because she heard that. She's at the gym, and uh, I'm sure she just fell off a treadmill somewhere and, and is thinking, no, don't do it. So I'm not going to do it. Uh, but anyhow, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the show and tell us how many dollars we should put on a Starbucks card, you can email me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com, or you can get a hold of Intern Dave out there in beautiful Hawaii, and that is info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to check us out on the uh, social media stuff with uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. That's how Kim won her uh, Starbucks card was by putting some bric-a-brac on the old Facebooks and uh, that was fantastic. So keep track of us. We really appreciate it. And without any further ado, we're just going to dive into this 100th show. When I thought about what I could do for show 100, I had no clue. And I thought I could do the whole retrospective thing and play bits and pieces of, you know, interesting things and, and, and controversial stuff and funny mishaps or whatever. And I didn't honestly want to go back and listen to 100 shows uh, and find that because I don't remember. I don't retain things well. I know, oh, I heard that. Where did I hear that? Um, so I just had no capacity to do that. But I knew that there was a person that I could ask to be on the show that would know the show. So without any pressure, I said, hey, Kim you got to be on the show. And she was like, what? Me? And uh, she punched me in the face and declined and (laughs) none of that happened. Uh, She's happy to be here. So, Kim, first of all, thank you for listening to the show and being a loyal listener. Um, Welcome to the studio. Is Thank it is you. it as glorious as you thought it would it be? It is way more glorious, mostly because now instead of imagining what coffee plants look like, I can see what the coffee plants look like. It blessed me so much. She walked in, she's like, There's the coffee plants. I was like, Yes, my babies. Yes, they're there. Um, so you listen to the show, uh, I don't want to say religiously, but very faithfully and dedicatedly. You, you've listened to all the shows. Yes, I have. And um, I always hear about, you know, you take a trip because Kim, if you're looking for Kim, don't look in Ridgecrest. No. Because uh, that's just where her house is but and her job, but nothing else is in Ridgecrest. Um, always on the road, always doing things. And so you listen whilst traveling typically i i am a binge listener Mm -hmm. so every time i'm on a road trip i realize how many episodes i'm behind 
And then I listen to them back to back to back to back, which is one of the reasons I think I've never won a Starbucks card before because I'm driving Ah, and, and so I can't do whatever it is. And then I forget. And I listened to that episode at my house, actually. Wow. Um, Well, let me just clear some stuff up right now for all of you listeners. Uh, Mark this spot uh, on the show. This is show 100. We're probably about five minutes in. Officer, this person has permission to use their phone whilst driving. (laughs) So there you go. You can just play that for the officer that pulls you over if you need to to text while you're driving or or send a picture of your bric-a-brac in your car or whatever. Just play that for the officer that pulls you over and it won't be any problem. Honest. Awesome. Or it'll be a great mess for you to call the show and uh, tell us about your mess and we'll see how we can make a message out of it. Um, So what is it about the show that, that originally caught your your attention because I'm guessing I knew you before I started doing the show so you're one of my people that I just forced to listen to the show and said you've got to listen to my show or else I'll cry and so you didn't want to see an old man crying so you listened but what was it that made you listen to that second time well I have to say every single episode that I listen to there's something that strikes a chord in my life where you would say something, Christina would say something, or one of your other guests would say something, and I would think, oh, that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. I can so relate to whatever the thing it was. Um, And then, um, you know, while Christina was on the show, just the dynamic between the two of you was, Mm -hmm. was just so engaging to listen to, I sometimes thought that you could have been reading a manual on how to repair <laughs> a coffee maker, and you two would turn it into something fun to listen to. Um, and so, yeah, both of those things just sucked me in, and I'm kind of a word nerd too. Okay. So I loved hearing some of the words because honestly, I know a lot of words. And every once in a while, there'd be a word that was new to me. Oh, I love that. And so that was pretty awesome. And then, you know, the song of the week mm-hmm. was always a big draw too um, because there were often songs that I wasn't familiar with. And to hear how different songs um, speak to the different people that were on the show was also just really thought-provoking. I remember driving down the road and brainstorming this show, and uh, Bev was in the passenger seat, and I'm driving, and I don't know where we were going, but we were going somewhere, and I'm just like, okay, Bev, take notes. And so she's taking notes, and I'm just machine-gunning these ideas to her, and that idea of the song of the week was just like, okay, I've got to do that because music has been such an important part of my life. And I know it, it really resonates with people and it it can, I was talking with, uh, when I was in Hawaii with Dave about how music just has this way of, of just putting a pin in something and you can just remember, Oh, here I was. I remember this first time I heard this song. Uh, I can remember from my youth, the first time I, I pushed play on my own cassette tape the first time I ever did it and her journey escape for Christmas that year. I got that tape and it was my first rock music. And there's just these, these keystone moments in my life 
that have music tied to them. So I knew we had to do something with music. And I will tell you this in advance, people. Uh, Kim brought an amazingly awesome, hilarious song for our, uh, our song of the week this week. Uh, so can't wait for that uh, in a little bit. But, um, oh my gosh, this is my problem. This is why I had to have someone on the show with me for the 100 because I can't remember even just what you said. Anyhow, I was going to go back to something you said, but I don't remember it. And without making you say it all over again, I'm just going to go to the, the next thing. And that is, um, as you listen and you binge listen, I'm a binge listener on certain things. And I have, I spend a lot of time in the car traveling to the prison. And then sometimes right. I'm with Bev. So when I'm with Bev, I have to listen to different things than when I'm without Bev. So when I'm without Bev, typically what I do is I listen to uh, sports podcasts. So I listen to people yap about hockey and soccer. And I know she doesn't want to do that. And there's so much of it that piles up. I listen to it at speed and a half. But there's one particular podcast that I listen to called The Arsecast, and it's uh, on the Team Arsenal. And that one, I love it so much. I listen to it at regular speed because I don't want it to go faster. I don't want to get through it. It's like my, it's like my dessert. Do you listen at regular speed? Do you listen at speed and a half? How do you what? How do you listen and consume podcasts? Well, I didn't even know I could listen to something at a speed and a half, oh, really? first of all. So I'm fairly technologically savvy, but apparently not that savvy. And I don't think I could process it if it was faster than regular. It's funny because I used to listen to a lot of uh, audiobooks when uh -huh. I was uh, a, a traveling sales guy. And um, so I learned that speed and a half so I could get through a long book. And, and, and just get through it. Uh, and some things sound really super funny. I was listening to one of my other um, soccer podcasts the other day and I forgot to put it on speed and a half. And I was like, these guys sound tired today. What's <laughs> up with them? And I put it, I was like, oh yeah, that's what it is. And the music, all the theme songs sound off. It's just, it's weird. It sounds funny when you first start doing it. And for some of my British soccer podcasts, yeah. the, the accents get a little tricky, so I have that to slow it down uh, so I can hear it. But uh, but otherwise... So, so on faster speed, does it sound like as if they're inhaling helium? It's, it doesn't uh, increase the pitch like okay. it would on like uh, the chipmunks or anything like that. Oh, okay. It just makes it go faster. So it's, like the, it's like the end of a car commercial where they just okay. speed up. So oh. end of a car commercial is typically double speed. <laughs> so it's between regular and car commercial fast. Or when they're telling you all the side effects all the of side medications. Effects. <laughs> yes, yes, they do that. That's how it that's how it works. Yep. Oh, so that way they goes. can get more words into that thirty second spot. Yeah. So oh. so I asked you when I asked you to be on the show, I said, yes. you know, think about some things and you came prepared. Yes, so I was telling Paul, you know, he may be the bow tie guy, but I think I'd call myself the nerd girl, and I couldn't come unprepared. So I started binge listening to the first 10 episodes, oh my and then I did some spot checking in there, like one in the 20s and one in the 30s, and then the week got away How from me. How does it sound going back? Because like, I'm used to the way it is now. I know the first shows were shorter. We're, we're getting gradually were. longer. And, and I have to say that's something that I like because when I start listening to something, I hate it when it comes to an end. Ah. So the early shows, I'm like, no, ah. you can't stop talking. <laughs> and so you and um, Christina would always apologize about the longer shows. And I was like, yes, they I'm did I'm going to say, though, show. that you're not the first person who's told me you can't stop talking. Yeah. Usually it's not a plea to keep talking. Usually it's like... 
you can't stop talking and it's more of an accusation so thank you Yes, for, for you're that. welcome. Uh, you know, and the first shows, I remember I would write copious notes on what was going to happen, and I had it mapped out to the minute because I wanted to keep it, you know, in this window. And then we kind of threw that out about show seven. I think when Phil was on, we just sort of threw that out the window and just said, we're just going to go with this. And I remember sometimes the song of the week would take the whole second section. We would mm-hmm. just go off on the song. So I like the... Uh, the organic nature of it now without being too planned out. My notes now just say who's going to be on, what's the song of the week, the word of the week, and is there a topic that we're going to talk about in first break and second break? And then I just let the spirit take over. So so what what were your thoughts going back? Um, so I have to say that your um, definitely your recording equipment or the recordings are better as far as just technically the listening to them because uh-huh. um, I remember that every once in a while somebody would sound like they were in the closet down the hall oh, yeah. and that yeah. sort of thing. So um, I definitely noticed that. Um, yes, you were definitely trying to stay on a schedule because you would say, oh, we were supposed to stop talking about that two minutes ago. <laughs> um, it was just, you know, some of that early stuff where, you, you know, you could tell that... Um, uh, well, kind of like, you know, when two people fall in love and they're all excited and everything's new and whatever, there's a different, um, those first 10 episodes especially had that like tone of almost giddiness. Yeah. Um, where now, you know, it's a little more seasoned because you have figured a bunch of things out and there's a, you know, a better comfort level probably with how this process all goes. Um, one of the things I realized listening to the first few episodes was several of the shows at the end, you would say, so what's our big idea? And I realized you've gotten away from what's that, where just that, that quick you know, a few sentence wrap up about the show. And, and I was like, wow, you know, I liked that and it hasn't been happening lately. And that's, you know, that's fine. Things, things morph over time. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's, I had completely forgotten about that because everything was going to be big. Like the word of the week was the big wow. Yeah. And uh, when I was when I was doing that brainstorming thing and I, I used to, when I was teaching, I went to a, a, I belonged to a, a, organization called the California Science Educators Association or something and that was always their thing what's the big idea and they had these light bulbs on all their their stuff and so that I kind of stole that from them um, but yeah I, I do need to get back to that big idea because we should have an idea about it or at least a takeaway you know because we you know the tagline being turning the mess into a message yes uh, need to have that happen or it's kind of a, a sham <gasps> The horror. The horror, yeah. Say it isn't so. Yeah. So do you have, of all these shows, did you have one that, like, okay, I have to go back and listen to this one. Is there one that stands out? Okay, so when I started my, oh, my goodness, Paul just asked me to be on the show, and I have the worst memory on the face of the planet. How am I going to listen to 99 episodes before I go to this so I can speak intelligently? I... There are shows that stood out. I can't tell you what numbers they are, but some of the shows that stood out to me, there was an episode where Christina literally broke apart Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm. 
And I have that, I mean, that's literally on my entryway hall. That's kind of, you know, my verse uh -huh. and my go-to. And when she broke that down just almost a single word at a time, that has stuck with me. That wow. was just an amazing episode. Neat. Um, the, I think I had shared this with you. When you read your prison letter oh. from... Is Ernie. it Ernie? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was driving in the car and I almost had to pull over because I was sobbing like a baby. That one just like, yeah, yeah. That one got me through and through. Um, then when you had, um, oh, when you had John and Kayla on uh -huh. and they were talking about crew, yeah. which I was not super familiar with the organization, but because of that episode and kind of I went to the website to check it out because um, Patrick and I started a Bible study and we didn't really know like where to begin where to get materials from the crew website oh, wow. has tons of Bible study material so we're using crew material to for this first trial run of us running a Bible study nice. and it's been great material so that was because of the podcast okay. Um, it gave us some really great resources. That's it, cool. Um, then there was another episode, and Bev was on it, and um, talking about all the names of God that are in the Bible. Yes. Yeah, which kind of pushed me into, okay, this year I want to try and you know read the Bible in a year, and as I'm reading it, that's what I want to be looking for is what are the names of God? Oh, nice. Um, so that was kind of an inspirational one. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, as I was listening to some of these random episodes, again, there's just so many, there's been conversations on boundaries, mm -hmm. and I'm like the worst <laughs> with boundaries. I'm trying to get better. I practice all the time. Um, but some of those have just been you know, really supportive and reminding me that, you know, yeah, I tend to set up boundaries all the time, but I tend to make them out of like dental floss. So they don't really <laughs> hold up. I'm just, I, I like to blame it on the codependent in me, but it's, uh, it's tricky. And, and I'm doing, we're, we're doing the actual boundaries book, the, the cloud oh, and, and yeah? Townsend book as part of uh prison fellowship Academy nice. uh, in the prison right now. And it's just, it's neat to talk about it, and I can talk about it a lot. I really know it, but it's one of those things like I can teach a person how to serve a tennis ball and have it curve over the net and land in and do it at high speed, but I can't physically do it. Right. I just I know the theory. I just can't do it, and I know the theory on boundaries, but it's just so stinking hard yeah. to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> I and hear you. One of the boundaries I have a hard time with is the clock. And and we have gone definitely longer than um, than first show uh, first segment uh -huh. uh, time, but we're still safe with you know shows in the '90s uh, first segment time. But I do want to bring in this song of the week idea because uh, I had a song and I thought, okay, this is an okay song. It doesn't really mean anything, you know. Obviously, thought about Cool in the Gang, you know, celebration. But uh, Kim is going through her stuff and she's like, oh, this is perfect. Well, she didn't say that, but she said this song. 
And uh, this is uh, for King and Country. It's called It's Not Over Yet. So enjoy this because the show ain't <laughs> over yet. We'll be back on the other side to tell you our thoughts. said it before and I'll say it again. I just love For King and Country. Just one of my all-time favorite live bands. So when you said this, I was like, duh. I felt a little bit embarrassed for having not thought of it myself. I was, um, you you unintentionally uh, show shamed me uh, oh, because I hadn't boy. thought of it. So uh, good on you for that. But this is, it's not only just a funny thing because the show's not over yet and we're definitely not over at 100. Uh, by the way, I went through and I planned out this year's shows. Nice. Uh, and by planned out, I mean I put the show number and a little checkbox to say whether I recorded it. So that's as planned out as I am for the rest of the year. But but I was thinking, how far should I go? I was like, well, I'm definitely going to be going for a long time. So I'm just going to stop when I hit January again. Uh, but uh, what is it about this song that, because that, you were going through a list of songs, how did you come upon this one? Okay, so... Uh, next week will be three years since I went through a supremely traumatic personal life crisis um, <clears throat> where a relationship ended and it just, it was not a pretty situation. And I just tanked. I was at the uh, pretty much as low and depressed and discouraged and hopeless and, you know, all of those things crying every day all the time. And most people who know me are like, oh, you're the most positive, upbeat, so Pollyanna like viewpoint. And um, the, oh my goodness. So God made it quite clear to me during that time by just bombarding me with a lot of music, mm -hmm. quite frankly. Um, and that's what the list was that I was scrolling for through. Um, you know, as I would listen to air one, uh, there would be just, there was that song. <gasps> okay. I got to put it on, you know, my list. Oh, there's another song. It's meeting me right where I'm at. And, um, and so this one, um, was just getting me out of this terrible hole. I mean, it says this goes out to the heaviest hearts. Yeah. My, oh, it, I felt so lost, so abandoned and, um, 
and everything about this song, it's not over yet. Even when you think you're finished, it's not over yet. Keep on fighting out of the dark into the light. Um, just everything about this song spoke to me. And it was one of the songs I listened to a lot to help. Does it speak differently to you now? Do you hear it differently today than you did when you were in the midst of it? Does it bring that back when you hear it? Or did it move you through and now you're in a different place? Um, I would say now, um, now when I listen to it, it shows me how far I've come. Oh. And that's a really good thing because when you're in the midst of a really bad place, sometimes you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I mean, I, sometimes. <laughs> you sometimes see a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train? So I've walked through a two-mile-long train tunnel up in uh, Seattle. Why? Um, in Snoqualmie Pass, no. It's oh. now a rails to trails kind oh, of a deal. I love rails to trails. And it's a two mile long tunnel. And you literally, if you ever want to experience living that light at the end of the tunnel thing, you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel till you're at least halfway through this tunnel. So you're already in a mile. Mm. And then it's just that pinprick in the distance. Yeah. But for that first mile, you're just trusting that the tunnel's really going to end. Yeah. Um, but you can't, you just can't tell that it is. So anyways, did I answer the question? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I know that um, for me, there are songs that I have that have carried me in those troubled times. Um, and, and this one is, I think, is... Uh, this is a fun song. All, all the songs by For King and Country just because I just I, it puts me into a concert place with them. Mm -hmm. But I know that uh, for me, my my go to I'm feeling down song is uh, Bring the Rain by Mercy Me. I just that song has taken me through so many things because it just reminds me this rain is watering plants that will eventually become a garden or a jungle or, or whatever it is. And so I've got to go through that rain to get through those. Yeah. I've got to get through the bad times to get back to the good times. But when you, when you mentioned going through the tunnel, uh, I haven't been through one that long. Uh, but I've been in a couple of tunnels before one was in Hawaii and it was actually a, um, uh, aqueduct. Oh, and so it was about waist deep water, uh, concrete going through a mountain, but it turns. Okay. And so, you're walking, you've got a headlamp, and then it's high in the mountains, so it's often foggy, so the tunnel gets filled with fog. Ooh, and so the light at the amazing. end is just kind of blurry, and then there's a corner, and you can't see anything for a little while. So I thought about that, but then I've been through the tunnel here in Ridgecrest over... Um, Burrow-Schmidt? No, well, Burrow-Schmidt, but there's one that's on the um, the Trona Railroad, has a tunnel out there by Cyril's Junction. Yeah, and that's an active tunnel. Active right. tunnel, yes. yes. And I remember going through that once as a child with my dad and thinking, okay, where's halfway? Because at some point I might need to run. And it was just just terror. Yeah. And wanting that light to come and not be a train, but be the thing and just needing to get out of that. Uh, so I had, those are the, the things that, that come with with that, um, that idea. But knowing that it's not over, uh, I always try to remind myself that whatever it is that's happening, it won't last. 
The good won't last, the bad won't last. There will be more to replace it. And what I have to do is just keep looking for those good things because the, the world will provide plenty of bad. The world will also provide plenty of good. It's, it's where I focus my attention, where I turn my eyes. What am I looking at to see what's there? Um, you know, if I don't like what I'm looking at, turn my head. Look at something else. If everything is negative, turn my head. And at some point, I'll find something. And hopefully my insides will let me go to that. Now, sometimes my insides are like, no, we're going to feel bad right now. We are going to ignore the happy-go-lucky. We're going to ignore the smile. We're just going to sink into this, which is not good. And it doesn't last long, but, but it is something that I do. Now, I've you mentioned I understand yourself that. being the Pollyanna. Yes. Uh, people laugh at me because I am a Pollyanna. I'm also named Paul. Do you find... Do people not allow you to not feel upbeat and positive? Are you not allowed to have a negative thought or feeling as much as a regular person might? Um, I don't think I get that feeling from people. I do get eye rolls if I say something that somebody um, deems to be overly optimistic. Oh. Like, oh, Kim, you're putting such a positive spin on that. You always look for the silver lining. And I'm like, well, but what's the opposite of that? Yeah. You know, we might as well just twist it to be positive. And, you know, out of this really nasty stuff from three years ago, um, you know, one of the things I started doing early on was counting my blessings. Mm. Like I, I was, I was pulling all the tricks out of the bag to get myself out of the dark place that I could just plunk into so quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I started posting that on my Facebook page, my daily gratitude post. Oh, wow. And after around the first year, I was like, oh, you know, I'm getting kind of tired of doing this. And every time I try to stop, I get inundated with friends who tell me, you can't stop. We look forward to this every day. I've had friends who've done little spin-offs of my daily gratitude oh, wow. post. So I've been put, posting that gratitude post for almost three years oh, now. My word. And and so so even though people may give me a hard time about my outlook mm -hmm. when I try to like stop and give them a break, yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of pushback. I'm like, okay, I'll keep being grateful if I have to. <laughs> well, you know, and do you find it difficult to come up with whatever you're going to put for the daily gratitude? You know, some days it's really, really hard. But then I think, you know, sometimes it's just take it back to the super simple. I have electricity. I have running water. I have a really comfortable bed. Yeah. I have a silly little dog. So even on like the most difficult days, there's, there's always something um, that that I can find in my gratitude list usually is at the minimum six things. Yeah. So I just, I just keep digging through my day. Wow. Till I find those little flickers. Yeah. Of light. And I've, I've been doing my, uh, minister of mocha blog just past five years, uh, last month. And so every Monday for five years, uh, except for, I think I've missed like three Mondays. Um, I've put a blog up of something to give a little bit of hope. 
and I always end with rise up. And so I know whatever it is has to do with recovery and moving forward. And I always think, okay, what am I going to say? And at the beginning, I thought, all right, I need to map these things out. And now I sit down on Monday at Starbucks. I open up my computer and I'm like, okay, give it to me. And in seconds, God will give me something and I'll, that's what it is. And I, I don't plan them out because when I had a list of them, I never got to them because I'd get there and there'd be something else that had just happened that overtook that in importance. So now I just trust that God's just going to keep on giving me these. And that's, that's my job. And sometimes I resent that. I mean, two, 3% of the time, I resent the fact that I can't just have a lousy day and let people, you know, I mean, there, there are people that I know that can be miserable and lousy and, and cranky and nobody thinks anything of it. They still right. invite them over, you know, for dinner. And for me, my face and people just are like, what's wrong? What's going on? And I'm like, you know, I just need, and I, and I, then I feel this incredible pressure to fake it because I don't want to let people down. Cause like, well, you're the happy guy. You're the, right. you know, and I, so that, that has been a burden on me, um, being a jokester and whatnot, that if I don't have anything, if I'm just like, that can be really a, a, a tricky thing for me. Right. Uh, and I worry, I mean, you know, the whole social media piece where everybody looks really great mm -hmm. on Facebook or whatever your social media choice is. And so every once in a while, I'll put a disclaimer in my gratitude post that, you know, realize that I have all these things I'm grateful for. But behind this, there are days I struggle getting out of bed. There are days I struggle to just get through the day. You know, their life, my life isn't perfect. So please don't look at my gratitude as, oh, look at me, everybody. I'm living a perfect life. Yeah. But in every imperfect life, there is so much to be grateful to. God is so good to all of us and stop looking at all the yuck Yeah, and tell me what is good. Well, and you have that perspective having gone on some mission trips. I know you went with a group to Nicaragua and yes. saw, because when you went through that list, I'm like electricity, water, bed. Okay. These are things that I can get very complacent about mm -hmm. and uh, it, we're, we're doing, as we record today, it's, um, the 4th of March and on the 26th of March, my prison fellowship class is graduating <gasps> on the 21st of March. One of my students is paroling. So he didn't get to go to graduation oh. and he was bummed. And I'm like, buddy, every member of this class will trade you places. If you want to come to the graduation, they'll take your place on the streets. And he's like, yeah. And just keeping that perspective. And I lost that perspective. It didn't take very many months after I got out to be like sitting on the couch and thinking, oh, I'm just so bummed and sad and bored and lonely. I can't go to the park or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but you can sit on your couch instead right. of sitting in the day room. And so for me, I have to keep those things present and in front of me, or I do take it for granted and forget about it. And all of a sudden now I'm just this rich American with first world problems that, right. you know, the rest of the world really doesn't have a whole lot of compassion for and nor should they right. because they're not really, my problems are inconveniences. Um, I, I don't face the problems that many people, uh, face and, and I need to keep that, you know, in front of me, I guess. And it's not over yet. 
it's not over yeah. yet. So any other final thoughts about the show? Okay, so um, during our little break, I was looking at my little cheat sheet notes <laughs> to remind me of stuff. And one of the other things that I love, love, love um, is when there are guest people on and they tell their testimonies. And I've known a lot of these people, um, Mariah, Heather, Giselle, Andrew, um, Brendan, John and Kayla, to name a few. I'm sure I'm missing some because they didn't get to listen to all the episodes between. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just, I knew pieces of some of their stories um, or I didn't know some of their background and stories and just um, it, inspiring, again, like super relatable um, <laughs> with some of the things that they've experienced in their lives. Um, and along those lines, too, another little note I had is, you know, all the Celebrate Recovery threads that run through so many of the episodes, because um, I've been through both of the step studies um, and been doing a lot of work on myself uh, with codependency and uh, depression and, you know, some of those things that we all work on. Um, and so those are just good reminders for me. Um, because life distracts you yes. from uh, the work we do mm -hmm. to work through our hurts, habits, and hang-ups. And so when they pop up in little threads on the Mess It Up podcast, um, it just it kind of gets me back to um, continuing to work in those areas. Yeah. It, for me, I'm, I'm really blessed when we talk about these blessings. I am super blessed that there is, I, I've gone to a lot of conferences and they'll say, well, you know, especially uh, faith-based conferences, well, you know, you've got to make sure you, you, you have room for your family and you've got to make sure you have room for your work and you've got to have room for your church and you've got to have room for your ministry and then you've got to have room for fun. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> I do fun with my church and my ministry and my family and I do family. It's all blended together. I'm like... This is nice. I mean, that's an awesome. It's mix. nice that I I'm able to do. I, I literally do very few things that I don't absolutely love, uh, and and usually they're all centered around housework, and that's just part of life. You got to do some housework. But when I get in my car to go somewhere, it's to go to do something that I love, and it's not just because I love doing things. It's just I've been blessed to be able to focus on, you know, my job is my ministry and my wife does ministry with me and she does my ministry with Celebrate Recovery and with the prison. And my family supports me in this. And it's just, it's a huge blessing That's to be fantastic. able to do all those things and, and find that. And, and this show has been that for me as well. I mean, I get uh, a, a time to just shout at the world and, and, and say stuff. And it doesn't, I was going to say it doesn't matter if people are listening. If nobody listened, I would be heartbroken. Uh, but it, it's it's nice because we, you know, it's the I've, I've done many shows and podcasts over the years and blogs, and this is definitely the most successful in terms of continued active listeners and participants each week. You know, we're able to get that on there, and I, I watch the numbers and. They're, they're high. They're higher than I would have thought. And, and I'm just super blessed by that. 
So I'm glad to be able to do this. So I, that totally makes me think in the early episodes, I was just rolling on the floor laughing because you were saying that you had tens of listeners. Literally tens of listeners. And yes. so I'm glad to know there's more than tens of yes. listeners. Yes, there are, there are, are a, a bunch out there. Yes. If, if everybody, and this is a great segue for our, our Patreon, uh, if, if everybody goes to the MessItUpPodcast.com website and clicks on the Become a Patron uh, button, if every listener donated $1 a month, it would blow my budget to little tiny pieces and it would be nothing out of pocket. It would be completely self-sustained. And this show is its always free, but we do appreciate people who go and and. Be patrons like yourself. I and, highly recommend it. And, uh, you know, do these things to keep the show on the air because it is listener-supported and uh, listener-driven. So I need your ideas for shows. I need you for shows. We're going to have this lovely lady on to talk about her ministry uh, oh, in the coming weeks. Uh, so that's, that's going to be exciting. a fun one. Uh, and, you know, if you've got people that you know, send an email to uh, intern Dave at info at mess it up, uh, podcast.com. He will let me know so we can get them scheduled in and be on the show. If you're in uh, somewhere near me, I can bring the microphones to you. And if not, we can do it with a Skype call or, or whatever. We got technology people. Uh, also, a great, cheap, easy, fast way to help the show get more listeners is to give us a rating on iTunes. And uh, even beyond a, a rating, if you give us a review, that really helps the uh, algorithms to see that we're pertinent and link people in with the show. And the more listeners we have, the more people that can be blessed, just like uh, hopefully you are yourselves. You can also keep track of us on it, the uh, social media. Uh, we have a Reddit site uh, where I like to put things and uh, have little ramblings about the show or, or uh, recovery or just whatever happens to strike me. So keep track of it. It does make me feel like I'm not just some coffee bum in Starbucks doing nothing, but I'm actually, I'm working. And uh, if I can tell my wife that I'm working at Starbucks, it just makes me feel like a winner uh, <laughs> instead of a hobo. Uh, so I appreciate you guys staying with us. Thank you so much for 100 shows. I uh, can't wait to have more. Next week, show 101 is uh, my friend Callie. She's got an amazing story that she's going to tell. And like I said, we're going to have Kim back in a couple of shows to talk about her ministry. Uh, I just told her that, so uh, she didn't know, but I, I know that she wasn't going to say no. Uh, oh, I'm super I, excited. I yes, yes. She will spin a yarn for you like uh, no <laughs> Literally. Literally. So thanks a bunch for being here. Kim, any parting shots before we go? Um, gosh, I don't know. Keep listening. Spread the word. This podcast is amazing. And listen, go back and listen from episode one, everybody. You won't be disappointed. Yes. And hey, I've got a little challenge for you. This is our trivia challenge, our 100th show trivia challenge uh, for a $5 Starbucks card. Uh, and what I need you to do is uh, email me your answer uh, to bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or you can email it to info at messituppodcast.com if that's easier for you to type. But one of the uh, songs of the week uh, out of the 100 that we've done, we've got 100 shows. We've had 99 songs of the week. We repeated a song once. If you can send me the repeated song... Uh, I will choose uh, people uh, to get uh, Starbucks cards, and I will say up to uh, the first three people who do it, because uh, otherwise I'll spend all my money, unless we get a bunch of patrons. If we get a bunch of patrons, I'll do up to 10 <laughs> Starbucks cards um, on this one. 
so send in that song that was repeated and you'll get some Starbucks. I'll give you a mention on the show as well as on our social media. But otherwise, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you from the bottom of Biker Chick's heart as well. And uh, all the guests, uh, it wouldn't be anything if it weren't for listeners. It would just be an idiot rambling in a room with a microphone and sounding a little bit off his rocker. So you guys have made me saying, I appreciate you and I will see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. <laughs>